Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm going to teach you how to dominate your super flex in two QB leagues if you're drafting anywhere from 1.1 to, let's say, 1.5. Now, if you're asking Smitty, I, I don't draft there. I draft at 7 or 9 or 10. That's okay, because I'm going to give you two ways to dominate in super flex in two QB leagues, two separate ways, two separate ways of looking at how you should build your team, especially from a dynasty startup perspective. So we're talking dynasty and super flex or two QB. QB league type of thinking. What I'm trying to tell you is the non QB that you're going to take at 2.11, you may have considered at your 1.2. These will be the most important picks in your draft because it's where you clean up against traffic because you already took care of your quarterback room. I'm showing you two ways to dominate from the onset, from the beginning, your inaugural draft. Let's break it down. The fantasy football show begins now. This is the fantasy football show with your host, Smitty. Top five running back. You're watching the Fantasy Football Show. Smitty! Okay, the number one way to dominate your Superflex 2QB League. I'm telling you right now, you can crush, absolutely crush your league mates for years and years to come if you try this approach. You deploy this approach. If there's one thing that people do in Superflex and 2QB Leagues is they overvalue quarterback. Granted, you kind of have to. You're kind of forced to overdraft quarterback. The quarterback position is scarce because if you have 12 teams in your league and, and you start two quarterbacks each, that's 24. Once you get past like 20 22 25 you get into a very vulnerable place for quarterback drafting so scarcity is a big reason why people panic but that's what i'm here to explain to you that people panic in two qb leagues and super flex leagues because they force quarterback when they shouldn't force quarterback there's a time and a place to take a quarterback even in the first round and that's what we're going to get into if you're drafting from the one the two the three the four the five overall sometimes the six if you get lucky maybe the seven if you get lucky you could essentially apply this to any draft where you do land one of the top quarterbacks that i'm about to name mahomes josh allen kyler and herbert are my top four quarterbacks not necessarily in order i kind of like herbert quietly more than kyler but let's Let's just leave it like that for now. You can debate me on that later. You could throw Lamar in here. I know we could keep going, and a lot of people are going to be like, what about Dak? What about so-and-so? This is really it. These are the guys that I take at number one, two, three, four, five overall. That doesn't mean I don't like A-Rod. It doesn't mean I don't like Dak. doesn't mean I don't see value in Russell Wilson, Burrow. I like a lot of these guys, but when you're drafting one, two, three, four, five overall, these guys are the guys that I take in that draft slot. And when you have a pick 1.1 or a 1.5 or anywhere in between, you are in an extreme advantage to dominate 
the onset of your league on draft day, and I'm going to show you what I mean. As I've been saying, people panic. They're drafting at number 1.9. They panic. They panic at, at 2.4 when they take a Matt Ryan or, or a Baker Mayfield at 2.10. You are gifted an advantage that you can't even measure or explain when you're handed a 1, a 2, especially a 1 or a 2. A 1 or 2 all the way down to 1.5 type draft slot in your Superflex startup. You're gifted this opportunity to go quarterback without reaching because I'm a big proponent of best player available. And when you're on the clock at 1.1 to 1.5, these are the best players available in this format. You're not reaching by going Mahomes. You're not reaching by going Allen. And you have to go with one of those players if you're at 1.1 to 1.5 because you will be drafting against traffic and against the grain in the second and third round, which is where you dominate if you listen to what I'm saying. So let me break it down in a different way and explain to you what I'm talking about. When you're taking a Patrick Mahomes at 1.2 or a Josh Allen, again, you're taking the best player available at that point in the draft. Once you get into this range here, the best player available isn't a quarterback. It feels like it's a quarterback. You're forced into thinking it's a quarterback and you will panic most times into drafting a quarterback. The scarcity of the position will make you go quarterback. And if you're so lucky to be gifted one of these picks in this range and you can take a Patrick Mahomes here, you're gonna have QBs go at almost every I don't know, three out of four, maybe three out of every five spots until you get back on the clock at this 2.11. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, maybe 12, maybe 10, maybe 13, maybe 14. Every draft's gonna be different, but 14 quarterbacks are gonna be potentially off the board. That leaves room for one, two, three, four, five, six. That means you're gonna have six non-quarterbacks taken between your pick two, where you got Patrick Mahomes, and you're gifted the opportunity to take a player that you still would consider at 1.2 to 1.5 with this second draft selection at 2.11. What I'm trying to tell you is the non-QB that you're gonna take at 2.11, you may have considered at your 1.2 or maybe 1.5 overall draft slot, let's say if you had moved down to that pick. That's unreal. Think about that for a second. The guy you're going to take at 2.11, the guy at 1.6, 1.7, 1.8, actually contemplated taking the guy you're about to take at 2.1. If you don't see the incredible value in that, in that you being able to afford yourself to not go quarterback because you did quote unquote force it there, even though is the best player available, it has you driving against traffic by the time you're picking your second player because everyone's going quarterback and you're driving against traffic and picking off the non-QB guys. Cream of the crop. Guys still arguable as being the number one overall player at their position. It's a huge, huge advantage. This is if you have the 1.12, 1.11, again, 1.5. Essentially, drafting one of the big name quarterbacks that I just mentioned from Mahomes down to Lamar, if you will. It's a huge advantage. Why? Because I've seen guys like Barkley fall in crazy fashion to this 2.11 to 2.08 range. It's madness sometimes how far a guy like Barkley could fall. And at your 3.2 pick right here, after this turn goes into the third round, 
this player right here is going to be a very, very good bet to be the number one, number two, or number three overall wide receiver in fantasy football in 2021 and beyond. This could be a player like Diggs or maybe you like Justin Jefferson like I do. Bottom line is he could be top one to three at his position. He's top one to two at his position, and he could be top one to two, one to three at his position. If you're in a two QB mandatory versus a two QB like super flex, very, very different. You need to know the difference between the two before you start thinking about things like this. But in general, my advice won't change because I think you can get value later at quarterback if you only leave yourself the risk of having to fill one of the quarterback spots because you secured one of the top guys in the first one to five picks. Super flex is where you have the option of starting two quarterbacks because you have an extra, you have a one quarterback mandatory, you have a one super flex position, which could be any position you want, which drives people in the direction of drafting quarterbacks like they would in a mandatory two QB league. But do know the difference. Super flex is the option, but mandatory two QB is, is far different because you're required to. But in any case, I'm taking Mahomes, Josh Allen, any one of those top five quarterbacks I named from Mahomes to Lamar, and I'm not forcing quarterback with my next two picks, which are the back-to-back or the 2.11, the 3.2, anywhere in this range. So if I'm drafting three and I take Josh Allen here, I'm not drafting a quarterback here, most likely, unless someone falls that shouldn't. I'm taking the best running back or wide receiver, and at this pick, I'm taking the best running back or wide receiver, and I'm walking out with the best player available approach, which utilized a quarterback in my first draft slot, so I'm cleaning up to start off the draft. From the 1.11 to 1.5, there is no better way to dominate your draft. And granted, somebody that might draft a quarterback quarterback from the 1.3 might look like they're kicking off their draft really good. But if you land a solid QB2, maybe it's a rookie, maybe rookies don't fall, but maybe one does, and you pair a Trey Lance with a Jimmy G, and you're cleaning up for, for future years, with your two QB spots, and you were able to get those top non-QB guys at a 2.11 and 3.2. It's simple. You may already deploy it and not even think about like, what am I doing? But I'm telling you, if you game plan for this, you will dominate your leagues for years and years to come. The guys that are forcing Matt Ryan's and Baker Mayfield's into their second round pick are going to be thin at other positions, and they won't be that much better than you are at your QB2 if they're better at all. I'm not saying I don't try and look at forcing a QB at your fourth and fifth round pick. Maybe a Brady's still there because his dynasty and people are freaking out about, about him being older, but you should be able to find yourself a really good deal in the fourth or fifth round for one of your quarterback spots, but it all starts off with getting a one to five overall pick so you can dominate and land your number one quarterback and drive against traffic the entire draft while people are picking quarterbacks off and you're driving the other way on on the draft freeway saying there's no traffic on my side of the freeway because i'm going running back or wide receiver you are waiting almost two whole rounds to pick again and yet you have maybe one or two running backs being taken maybe one or two wide receivers being taken before you pick again. You'll never see that again in the draft. This is the place to do it. In the second and third rounds, or in the second round turning into the third, that is the place to drive against traffic because it's predictable. You can't predict that kind of trending anywhere else in the draft. You probably won't see it anywhere else in the draft, at least to this degree. You're drafting a guy here that should technically go here, and even in a two QB league, he might go there. Some people take McCaffrey at one. 
Some people still take Cook or Camara or Barkley. It's not crazy in a 2QB league to think that. And you're getting that player here? Panic. You have to take advantage of the panic that is driven into almost every 2QB and Superflex league you will be a part of. That's how you do it. Now let me tell you the second way to dominate your 2QB and Superflex leagues. And this can happen for anybody in any draft slot. So don't worry if you don't have that 1.1 to 1.5. Here's number two. The second best way to dominate your 2021 fantasy football startup Superflex or 2QB leagues is to get your QB room on point heading into year one. Taking care of your QB room at the onset so you're not worried or dependent on future years to replenish your quarterback room. What do I mean by that? Similar to what I just described about going quarterback here and then having all these running backs and wide receivers not get taken here because it was quarterback, 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 all the way through to your 2.1. Similar to what I just said about that. Take a look at a rookie-only draft. When in Superflex rookie-only mode, you're seeing a quarterback go here, a quarterback go here. You might see somebody toy around with taking a non-QB at some point, but oftentimes a quarterback will go here. The most valuable picks in a Superflex rookie-only draft are these right here. You could even maybe include this this 1.6, but but because people are forcing quarterback here when sometimes they aren't even remotely close to the best player available, but the scarcity of the position makes them the best picks at these slots for these owners. You're getting a guy here in, if you take this year's draft class as an example, Harris, a guy here in Jamar Chase, and a guy here in Kyle Pitts. These guys right here are just as valuable as these quarterbacks. But because people need quarterbacks so badly, people that didn't take care of their quarterback room the year prior in 2020, if this, let's say, is the 2021 rookie-only draft and the inaugural draft was in 2020, people that took care of their quarterback room could trade down if they wanted. Or if they were at the one10 pick, let's say, they could trade up into the number four overall pick and get the number one rookie on my draft board at 1.4 now what does that mean my number one overall rookie in 2021 superflex and 2qb leagues is is harris my number two is chase my number three is is uh, kyle pitts but because of the scarcity of the position i will at times recommend somebody take a quarterback at 1.1 or 1.2 depending on their needs depending on how they didn't prepare or did prepare properly coming out of the inaugural startup draft if you come out with a mahomes and a russell wilson or a mahomes and a trey lance from let's say a a draft this year that's a startup draft you won't need to panic into a quarterback at one two or three overall in next year's draft which i might remind you will not be as rich as the 2021 qb pool this is a darn good qb class in 2021 it won't be as good in future years, yet people will still run to quarterback at one, two, and three overall in their rookie-only draft. And what I'm trying to describe here is that trading into these draft slots right here comes at a much lower cost than it should. If you're on the clock in a startup draft, are you considering Christian McCaffrey at 1.1? You are, or Kamara or Cook, insert the running back of choice, Barkley, JT, whoever you like. You are considering that player at 1.1. You may go 
Mahomes or Allen like I would, but you are considering McCaffrey at 1.1. So to simplify this, if we're taking this, let's let's say this is a a startup draft. Let's say this was uh, uh, Mahomes, Allen, and Kyler. These are the top three quarterbacks. And then Christian McCaffrey. If you had already taken care of your quarterback room, let's say, and and this is a startup draft, so this isn't going to really correlate exactly, but I want to prove a point. If you had already taken care of your quarterback room somehow, which you wouldn't do in a dynasty startup, but if you had, McCaffrey at four would be a steal because you already had quarterbacks. You contemplate him at number one anyway, and you could get him at four. Why not trade into the four pick instead of trading into the one pick? And this would cost a lot less. But back to talking rookie only draft, I'm painting that picture so I can describe that when push comes to shove and you're taking the top running back in the draft class at number four, in similar fashion, you're getting a steal. You're getting a guy you would contemplate at 1.1, yet if you're trading up to get this pick, you don't have to pay 1.1 value, but you're getting 1.1 type talent. You're getting 1.1 type talent with any one of these guys, Kyle Pitts, down to Chase, to Harris. Every single one of these three guys is 1.1 worthy, and you don't have to pay that value for any one of the four. These are the most important draft slots in the entire rookie-only draft pretty much every year. You could be safe and call it 1.3 to 1.5, 1.3 to 1.6, but every year in a rookie-only draft, moving forward from your inaugural draft, from your startup draft, these will be the most important picks in your draft because it's where you clean up against traffic because you already took care of your quarterback room, which means you need to have a Mahomes and a Burrow or a Mahomes, and maybe people are scared of Russell Wilson because he's older or inconsistent, whatever. If you get these quarterbacks on point in your startup draft, that means that every rookie draft moving forward at the 1.3 to 1.6, you can clean up and take the best players actually in the draft, which are the running backs and the wide receivers. Maybe another Kyle Pitts emerges in, in a year or two. But these are how you clean up and add to your already existing monster quarterback room that you took care of in year one. There's nothing more scary than looking at a team that already has Mahomes. Maybe it came out of year one with Trey Lance. You had JT fall to you at the uh, 2-3 turn along with Stephon Diggs. And because you got your quarterback room in order going into year one, nothing is more scary than being able to use your 1.3 or 1.4, maybe trade up into the 1.5 as well, because the 1.3 and 1.5 are much lower cost of entry points. You can get yourself the next year's Harris, the next year's Jamar Chase. Imagine adding a Jamar Chase type player and a Najee Harris type player to this existing team that already has Jonathan Taylor, Trey Lance, Mahomes. It only happens in Superflex and 2QB leagues because of the panic that sets in at the position of quarterback. Preparing your quarterback room the year prior is like going into a grocery store where you know that eggs are going to cost double the price the next year, but that 
that uh, bacon will cost very, very little, but is as valuable in your mind. And so you prepare buying your eggs in year one, you go into 2022 knowing that egg prices are gonna stay high and go up and bacon's going to drop and you load your freezer up with bacon in 2022 at a much lower cost, driving against the trending and traffic in the grocery store. It's a dumb example, but it explains it very well. If you know what you're looking for, if you know where the prices are gonna go up and down, you prepare the year prior, you swoop in and you take all the bacon you can get and you buy it at rock bottom prices, even though the bacon's just as valuable as the eggs you were just prepared. There you have it. The two best ways to dominate your Superflex and two QB leagues. One of them requires having a 1.5 or a 1.1 or 1.2 type pick to get one of the top quarterbacks that you're not forcing into your number one overall drafted player slot. The other strategy you can do from any draft slot, you just need to get your quarterback room in order in year one so you're no longer dependent on quarterback in the future drafts so you can take advantage of the rookie values that that drop by default because of the panic subscribe if you're new get on over to smitty1.com which has all my content all in one place and definitely order my text service at heysmitty.com i can text you advice trade offers lineup help you name it netflix recommendations i got that covered and join me every tuesday and thursday here on the channel youtube.com slash the fantasy football show or the fantasy football show.com whichever you prefer to get here but watch me every tuesday and thursday join me i'm live every tuesday and thursday from 5 p.m to 7 p.m every single tuesday and thursday i'll see you later this is the fantasy football show with your host smitty You're watching the Fantasy Football Show. I'm Smitty!